Hey everyone, welcome back to Middle Order Concerns. Uh, this is Philbo Baggins. And Kylo Ran. What's up, Randy? How are you? I'm great. We've had another record-setting week, as I think you are firmly aware. This is uh, Record Numbers Part 2, the mm. sequel. Almost as good as the Blade Runner sequel. Uh, borderline reboot. Yes. Uh, yeah. We had uh, over 130 appointments between uh, the, both of our campuses, and it's just been great. Um, also been a little draining at times, as you can attest, on our, our Marathon Tuesday. Tuesday was by far the busiest day we've ever had. What was it, close to 50? Did we yeah, hit 50 or it was close to? Very close to 50 appointments in a single day. That That's insane. Marshall was had tagged in. Um the the past couple of weeks we've been um, collaborating with the nursing department to tutor essay uh, not essays but resumes, right? So it's really kind of a job application packet. So we cover resumes, cover letters, uh, resignation letters, and then a reference page. So um, we do that. What is it? A couple of weeks out of each semester. Yeah, about two weeks every semester where they're they're partnering with us. About how many nurses do we have this time come through? Uh, we had 76, 76. So virtually every nursing student who's about to be pinned um, in December came and worked with us in this last few weeks. What is really awesome to me about this collaboration every semester is that a lot of times when you're tutoring, you don't see sort of the fruit of what will come of that. You know, you're just helping somebody become a better writer. But with uh, helping with the job applications, you know that these people, like you said, are about to be pinned and they're about to go into the workforce. So like we, we have a hand in helping people reach their goals. Oh, and it's fantastic. And, and you guys tagged in uh, because we've been trying to keep nurses working primarily with me and Marshall to make sure that we we're able to serve our, our regulars who are always coming back in wanting more. And the coolest thing about this semester with the nurses is we had people come back. And we had a lot of people who emailed me wanting to have a second appointment to talk about job materials, but we simply couldn't accommodate them, which is unfortunate. But it just really speaks to how dedicated they are to their to achieving their goals and um, the quality of what we give them. And I take special pride in the fact that a lot of these students have never done cover letters before. I mean, that's a tricky genre if you're unfamiliar with it. And they came in great, and they were creating very individualized, very focused materials. And I was impressed. Well, I think the, the helping with the job materials is very important because, like you said, a lot of people have never written a cover letter. They've never heard of a cover letter. Um, and honestly, if you even if you poke around the Internet, uh, finding good tutorials for job application stuff it's hard to find. So we're offering a service that is very important, very needed, um, but also very rare. So yeah. yeah hashtag, job us. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag templates are the devil. Yes. They, they stop are, they looking are, up they templates. Yes, they yes, will yes. They'll make your life Direct hard. quote from Randall Sessler. Um, um, so yeah, we've had a lot of resumes uh, this week, but we've also, we haven't, let's not forget all the English students that, that we've been tutoring. Um, something that I've seen a few times this week because we've kind of we're moving into like the second and third essay sort of yes, of the sir. semester and all the classes and a lot of students are coming in uh, with uh, previous essays that they've gotten feedback from the instructor on and um, uh, uh, some of them are a little a little down because of all of the marks on, on the page and a lot of times if you look at the last page they, ha- they get a, they get a good grade on it but 
they they focus on how many marks there are. Now, um, some so with with a lot of students, I've sort of taken time in my session to kind of encourage them that uh, marks don't always mean negative things. It means that the instructor sees a lot of potential and. Um, they're either focusing on really, really specific things or they're trying to help your voice evolve and your style improve. So have you, have you kind of come across those moments where you've got to make students realize that, Hey, this is, this is a process and it's not always going to be a clean sheet. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I've also gotten here, uh, over here, you and Mandy and Atima and others do a really great job of encouraging students through, you know, those sort of moments of self-doubt and questioning. And the one trend that I've seen is like when they see all those comments, the reality is that instructors are actually making elaborate corrections. So it's not simply that they're writing that there's a rule that's been broken or sort of a syntactical issue they're going through and they're circling and rearranging sentences, rearranging phrases and clauses so that the students can actually see what that mark or what the sort of shorthand for the error that's been made there really actually means. And you guys have done such a wonderful job of making sure students understand that this isn't, this isn't going to war. Mm. Um, and I know, I'm sure you know from personal experience as well, I know I do, um, my dear sweet Professor Kroll, who sadly is no longer with us, uh, the best instructor I ever had, he gave me a D when I was a junior in undergrad, and I thought I need to reevaluate all of my life priorities because, you know, I was English all the way. And he wound up being one of my references for graduate school and the single most important person in sort of my writerly development because of that candid and consistent feedback and criticism. That's another thing, too, with a, a grade that is lower than students expect you have to, you really have to stress that writing is a process and it's not just you pour something on a page and you're immediately going to get that grade that you might want. Um, and so, uh, you know, taking the time to encourage them to not give up, to um, look at the feedback. I, I know that there there have been a number of students that come in um, from one specific instructor that I'm thinking about right now with very, very detailed lines on certain things and 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 notes in the margins uh, and every single student that comes in has the same amount of detail um, and so it's not that they're singling students out to be mean is that they are taking the time and caring about developing these students as writers so I really really wanted to stress to students this week that that's a good thing that's a good thing oh you're absolutely right in our faculty and it would be so much easier for them to not do that, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, as in, you know, you've taught, I've taught. Um, when you get a pile of papers, you could blow through them, and there's a there's a four minute version, and then there's a ten minute version of grading in a paper, and we see how much our faculty invest in students over and over again. It's not just slapping a grade at the end and saying, you know, this is bad or this is good. I mean, it's taking the time. When you have a hundred essays, you're taking the time with each one. So, bravo to to everyone involved. Um, so tutoring aside, uh, what are some things sort of administratively that, that you're working on right now? Well, we're, um, in collaboration with James Truman, the, the director of the Miller Writing Center at Auburn, our, our wonderful dear friend, Matthew Kemp, the learning center coordinator at Auburn University, Montgomery. 
and Aaron Chandler, the director of the Harbert Writing Center at the University of Montevallo, and I are just about finished with a conference proposal that would be a panel with all four of us in there, um, pithily titled, um, Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Write, um, all with art right with a W there. Um, I put that out as a, t- a title suggestion, kind of as a joke, but everybody went for it. And so now I'm kind of tickled and we're going to roll with it. You should have known that everybody loves a good literary pun. Yeah. And it's in it. And it's one that I don't like because gentle there is a flat adverb when it should be gently. And it, it kind of irks me, you know, on the, some sort of lower order concern level that I just push through. But the big thing is neat because I feel like Matt's wonderful. And I think that we just kind of form this nucleus that's kind of getting more people involved in sort of the cross-pollination, the collaboration that we did. And I'm really excited to see how it pans out. So a lot of our communication has been over email just by sheer necessity. And as you know from when Matt came here and from when I went to AUM, um, that direct interaction is great. And so I'm excited for us to deliver a presentation and run a panel together sort of as four separate institutions from the same region on a similar themes and issues. And that is, like you said, there's four separate institutions. That's some pretty landmark names too, landmark institutions, uh, from all from the same state. So uh, I think that's a great collaboration. Can't wait to see what comes from it. And, and to me, it's been great to sort of see, like you said, you and Matt, sort of that nucleus, but see how things, you know, one collaboration, what was it, six, seven, eight months ago, mm-hmm. sort of build momentum to where we are now. So good stuff. And I saw um, this week, uh, amidst everything, that you were able to uh, steal away Atima for a bit and shoot a commercial for Open Mic Night. I would say, though, that really kind of she stole me away to shoot the commercial because I really can't take credit for something that, um, you know, if the peer tutors come up with ideas, I'm totally always on board to help them with that. And this was her her thing. Um, she had the idea for a commercial. Uh, we've tossed around the concept of of a video commercial for open mic for several semesters. We haven't been able to ever do it. Um, and so this semester she said, Hey, let's do it. This is how I want it. She had the vision as the team does. We, I know we commented on that, I think last week, but when she has something in her head, you know, it's going to come to fruition. So she jotted down a little script and yeah, we went outside, um, out near the nursing building and shot a commercial despite the humidity. And I think, I think it was great. So what, what actually then happened is uh, I made that video and then I made a video for the Sparks um, open mic, which is the next day. Um, Wallace campus is on uh, November 7th in Wheelis Auditorium at 530. And then the Sparks campus is November the 8th in the cafeteria at 1050. So um, November is going to be great as far as sort of creativity goes and and uh, meeting the students because students are getting excited about this. I know that you said uh, this week a student that you were tutoring with a resume, I think it was. Yeah, it was a, a nursing student. So a lot of our nursing students, because they're in a, in a separate program and maybe they're not doing a lot of writing assignments as they go through, um, this sort of partnership with Job Materials is the first time that they meet us. Um, so he was in there and he saw I have a, a Lord Byron tattoo on my arm. And he's asked about that, and I was talking about poetry, and I mentioned that we're actually going to have an open mic night soon. And he's all for it. He's going to be there. Um, He's already emailed me some of his poems, and he's so excited. And I'm going to put him in touch with our resident poet laureate, uh, Atima, and get that going. But 
it's great because I think that there's so many students who have so much talent and so much to share. And Atima really, really cares about that. Uh, she, I mean, she has immense talent herself, but she also loves seeing it in other people. And I know all semester, I mean, basically this entire semester for her has been an advertisement for open mic. Every interaction that she has with her friends, I know she's preaching it to them about open mic. So she's very, very excited. We shot a really cool commercial. Uh, we've got those videos up on YouTube and they'll be hitting Facebook Monday. And then we also have flyers all around both campuses now. So uh, we are set and ready for open mic on November 7th on the Wallace campus and November 8th on the Sparks campus. Um, and then finally with the media stuff, um, Randy, remember that we have an Adobe Captivate toy? Adobe Captivate. We wanted this a, a while back and it's just been so busy. We haven't been able to load it onto the computer and play around with it. So um, you actually had the idea of grabbing Captivate. So why don't you tell us kind of like what is sort of the vision of what we can do with Captivate? Adobe Captivate for us, you know, as a writing center will let us create these really cool instructional materials and interactive quizzes and games. So if we can kind of think of a souped up, focused, more engaging version of something like my writing lab. And what I'm really excited about with it is that it's not something that's just given to you. Right, we design the the games and the quizzes. We decide what material, what concept can go in, and it's so intuitive and so interactive that I think students and faculty hopefully will be making tools that both of them will find useful, and that will kind of be a nice calling card for us. One of my big things here, as you know, is making sure that the materials that we offer come from us, mm -hmm. so that when we make handouts, we're not just giving a general handout. We haven't pulled something from another writing center that we we are aware of where we are and we're aware of our student needs and faculty wants and we're meeting those. So the same deal with Captivate, but I'm just excited to see what happens. You know that's my hobby horse. I've been going for like a year plus talking about how if Captivate, we got Captivate. Yeah. Captivate, guys, you know what we could do with Captivate? Well, we're about to find out. So with the dust settling a little bit, hopefully you and I are going to be able to sit down, nerd out, make some cool exercises. We're talking things from passive voice, you know, to subject verb agreement, to how do you structure an argument? Mm. What are your good transitions between ideas and just these interactive tools, mind mapping? There's so much we can do with it. I think that what's important in what you said is that it's coming from us. Um, and this is a tool that will allow us to sort of do what we're already doing. Because ever since you've been here, you've been big on creating our own material because we know what our students um, need help with and you know want from us. And that's the biggest thing. If you give somebody a general handout, you, you just hope that it, it meets the need. But we know what the need is. And, and we've been creating handouts uh, you know, to the best of our abilities. And this is a tool that will help us sort of ratchet it up to the next level. Um, and just like you said with my writing lab, this will be... Uh, this will this will allow us to tailor what we want, you know, for for our students. So I think it's really really exciting. Yeah, buckle up because I have some. Let's aim high. What I want to do is I even want to create forms on our website where faculty could submit requests for particular concepts and ideas, and so really be a productive partnership, and so that we're not only meeting you know students' needs because we're a really privileged position in the writing center. We sit out at this crossroads where we see students from over 20 different disciplines in there. 
so we kind of have our own, you know, observations and things, but I really want to make sure too that the, we throw open the door if faculty members have an idea that they really would like to see or they're uh, one semester. So I, you know, I was talking to one faculty member the other day and passive voices back and the implied subjects, you know, and it's like, how can we unpack that? Because there's not really a handout. We're all good with passive voice when we flip, you know, the subject and object around to correct it. But the real challenge is when you get it when there's an implied subject and unpacking that concept for somebody in an engaging way would kind of blow my mind. And I'd love to be able to kind of do that with this awesome, intuitive, beautiful looking tool. Well, now you've just got me excited about it. So, well, let's, let's go play with it. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, that'll wrap up this week. Uh, this is episode six of Middleware Concerns. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a great week and all your crazy adventures. Bye-bye. A very special trailer dropped this past week, didn't it? Uh, yes, but I had to endure torture to get there. Wait, okay. So, okay, so it, it, it aired, what, during the middle of Monday, Monday Night, Night Football? Football? Which, um, no. Spoiler alert, is not your sport. Is it's it? not my sport. I will watch hockey for 17 hours straight. Uh, I watched one and a half minutes of football time, which translates to roughly 3.4 human years. <laughs> To get to the Star Wars trailer, and the announcers could not care less. It was so uh, obvious. That's the worst. That's the worst. Like, here it is, nerds. Enjoy your show. And they, and you know, and you know my feelings on the trailer. I'm very mixed. Very mixed. You want to talk about it, but I haven't seen it. Yet. You got to do that, Philip. I will. I will put time in the schedule. I will cancel your online appointments. I'll go watch it right now. Okay, that makes me. That makes me happy. The game was 3-2 at halftime. What am I supposed to do with that?